You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for tuning in and listening to my show. I'd also like to give a special shout out to my Patreon family for supporting this podcast on a deeper level. If you want to support this podcast even more, become a member of my Patreon family, where you can get a variety of backstage perks. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc for more information. Now, on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam on the Broadway Podcast Network, I am so excited to chat with singer-songwriter Cameron Hawthorne. I feel so lucky to be jumping into his Mustang to go dancing in the living room. Oh, hot damn. Don't go anywhere, because when we come back, we're going to do do with this Nashville-based gay country music icon. So stay tuned. Hi, Cameron. How's it going, Adam? Good. How are you? Doing well. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um... Let's get right into it because we have so much to talk about. But the first thing we have to talk about is that our birthdays are a day apart. Are you serious? Or what day are you? I'm August 19th. Oh, fellow Leo. Yes. Yes. And I saw on your Instagram, you were thanking people for the birthday wishes. And I actually saw you posted it on the 19th. And for a brief moment, I was like, oh, my God, we have the same birthday. But then when I was reading the text, I was like, oh, thank you for the birthday wishes the day before. And I was like, oh, so close. So close. I know. <laughs> I know. I did forget to post on my actual birthday. I was just having too good of a time. But yes, <laughs> I mean, I love a fellow Leo. So that, yes. that's great to hear. Yes. What, what qualities of a Leo um, do you feel like you truly represent? Mm, that's a good question because I feel like there are different shades of a Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I am, you know, I'm outgoing, I'm passionate, I'm very passionate. I, th- I would say that's probably my biggest, my biggest Leo characteristic. Mm-hmm. Um, fiery, you know, in some mm-hmm. ways. Um, yeah, I would say that. Okay, that's good. What about you? What about you? Um, I oh, flipping the mic. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would say I'm very loyal. Uh, I definitely like to be in the spotlight. Not all the time, but um, if I could, it was an option between being like on stage and working behind the scenes. I'd rather be on stage. Um, I guess hence why I host my own podcast. There you go. Uh, and um, I would say I'm pretty like calm and even keeled but if i am backed into a corner i will stand my ground and and come out fighting the lion yes yeah <laughs> wholeheartedly wholeheartedly love it you live in nashville or you li- or you split your time between nashville and texas i am based in nashville um but when covid hit i was actually I was traveling with my mom um, and then my mom was like, you know, why don't you come home to Dallas for a little bit, which is where they live. I'm originally from Kansas, um, but they were like, why don't you come? My parents were like, why don't you come home to Dallas? And I, otherwise I would have been in Nashville in my apartment by myself. And mm. so, so Texas was like a nice place to come home to, you know? Yes. Yes. Now 
Um, is Texas the place where there was a farm? Because I saw on your Instagram a lot of pictures on a farm with horses and goats and. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, yes. Uh, I've been well at the beginning of quarantine. Um, I met somebody and uh-huh. I had a little quarantine romance startup, and it's actually been one of the best things that's happened to me during this time. Um, wow. And uh, so my boyfriend, uh, he has a ranch. And so we've been on, you know, on the ranch and doing that. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, it's been really good. Now, how did you meet? Because in, in quarantine, I mean, we're all in our apartments. Yeah, so this was at the very, very beginning. And um, before we- lockdown then. Um, uh, it was, it was locked down. It was actually a kind of a crazy situation. It was locked down. I was in Dallas. I was at my parents and we, you know, I'm on the dating apps as Mm -hmm. you do. (laughs) And, um, and we met on Tinder Uh and we had one little, like, actually, we talked on the phone a bunch. That's uh-huh. how we get kind of started. Mm. And then I asked my parents. I felt like I was in high school. <laughs> I asked my parents. I was like, hey, I kind of want to go on this date. And, like, I feel safe. Like, this, like, you know, he hasn't really been anywhere. I haven't been anywhere for two weeks. Like, um, and so we had our first date. And my mom and dad allowed me to go. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the quarantine love. Yes. Yes. Now, is he based in Texas or does he also live in Nashville? Yeah, he's based in Texas, yeah. which is kind of why I've been back and forth between Nashville and Texas. Oh, so exciting. And yeah. is he in the business? No, no, he's not in music. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, my boyfriend's not in the business either. And it's it's very nice and very grounding. Um, and there's no competition. So that's great. <laughs> the Leo. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, we have our we we have plenty of competitions, but it's nice that it doesn't have to be work related. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. So let's um uh let's get into your album because I love it. And the title of the album is Mustang. Um and uh it's sort of sort of like you're coming out um story so many of the songs on there are very very personal um i i would say i totally identified with um with your song um oh my god the title just went out of my head uh before her the to, um, to break hers yes to break hers it's kind um, of a, it's kind of a tricky t- title to remember so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> Yes, uh, I totally relate to it. I mean, I, I dated a girl in high school and, you know, I sort of did the whole thing too. I, uh, during summer break, I mean, I went to Colorado, I met her family and uh, I mean, she had this whole scrapbook of me and our mm. relationship of, you know, he's the one, I found the one, you know. I mean, also, I was just a freshman in college, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I, I think at the time I... I you know, d- while dating her, I definitely felt like, no, I'm not gay. But after we broke up, definitely that whole cycle started. And um, I mean, thank God for one of my best friends who I met in college and still friends with who really helped me with the coming out process. Um, but I totally understand about the, how the song goes with, you know, falling in love and pretending. And, and this is based on a real life experience for you. 
Yes. Yeah. Actually, everything you were just talking about is very, very similar to what happened to me. I dated women and, you know, those relationships for me were very real. Mm-hmm. There was, there was true attraction and true, um, you know, feelings and, and mm-hmm. a great relationship. Nothing was a lie about it, but I think deep, deep, deep down, as you were saying, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't even realize this till after I knew I wanted something else. So there was a mm-hmm. desire for something else. So, um, yeah, this particular song, you know, there, there was one relationship in particular that I, uh, that I wrote this song about and this girl, yeah, I did. I met her family. Um, I went to her hometown, like everything in the song mm-hmm. is true and, and ended up breaking her heart. And, and that haunted me that, just I can remember that day breaking up with her and how blindsided she was. Mm. And that has stayed with me. And I knew I had to write the song. Mm. Um, have you shared the song with her? Um, you know, one of my best friends, a girl, um, became best friends with her mm. after we started. She During the relationship, she was kind of jealous of my best friend, who was a girl, as you mm. know, as she's probably thinking like, why is this guy have a, a friend who's like a girl? <laughs> yes. Um, but they ended up becoming really close after, which was really awesome. Mm. I'm glad that that happened. Um, and so my best friend ended up uh, showing her the song or telling her about it. And so uh, this girl, my my ex-girlfriend texted me and she said that she had heard the song and um, that, you know, she really was touched by it. Mm. And, and she said in some ways, which was kind of crazy for me to hear, uh, there was closure for her. Mm. Um, and she's married now and it's been a while. So to hear that was pretty cool, actually. I'm glad that that could happen. Yeah. How, how nice that you're able to get that closure. Yes. And yeah. for me, too, you know, like it was very therapeutic for me to write mm-hmm. the poem. How long, um, I mean, how long after you broke up did you write the song? Oh, wow. Um, I'm trying to think. We broke up in, I want to say we dated like in 2012, maybe 2011. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't write the song till last year. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, wow. but I came out in like 20, it's all, it all seems to blur. I know, together, it does all know? blur together. Believe but me. yeah, I only came out like a few, probably like, officially to my family like in 2015 maybe mm-hmm. um so you know years years after yeah what do you think um what do you think was the like the driving point for you to to f- fully accept it yourself that you were gay mm. uh, well i had done a lot of my own kind of research mm-hmm I, I was in a Christian fraternity in college. Um, Mm. and so like my spirituality, my faith was really important to me. And that was one of the reasons why I kept denying it because I, I knew that like, quote unquote, God didn't want this for me, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And so around, I mean, when I started actually expanding my mind and, and thinking beyond what a pastor was telling me at church 
um, I started doing my own research and started like reading into the Bible and what actually was said because I mean, I could, that's like a whole other conversation <laughs> we could probably have, but I started doing that own, my own research in that. And, mm-hmm. um, I really think that was one of the, the factors that played into it for me because mm-hmm. I, I was able to kind of compare both sides. Like what was a, what was the church saying versus what was, you know, this other side saying that was taking into account, like the history of the Bible and what is actually said in the Bible. And then of course, you know, my first experience with a guy. Yes. <laughs> Cause you can't like deny that, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. Cause I still would deny that I had, mm-hmm. I had like a thing with a guy in college and I mean, we would call it lust and pray against it. And mm-hmm. like, so I was still denying that. Um, but I think everything kind of accumulated in the end and, uh, you know, couldn't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Did you have people that you could talk to? I mean, cause you said you were doing some research on your own. I mean, similar to my coming out experience prior to telling my family, I was, you know, I had my friend, but I also reached out to, to people at the um, gay and lesbian center in Boston where I was going to school. Um, did you have people that you could talk to about it, especially being at, uh, uh, in a Christian fraternity? That's awesome that you reached out to the LGBT center. That's something I never did, but I know that that's like a great resource for people and, and organizations like the Trevor project that I'm like, you know, really passionate about. They, that's such a, that's a good, a good thing for, for young people. Um, you know, I had a friend who was going through something similar, Mm -hmm. um, and we would always get together and have coffee and kind of talk about what we were learning or what, you know, experiences we were having. And like, we started kind of dating around the same time. So that, that was somebody I talked to a lot about it. And I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that I don't really think so. I kind of think I was just um, maybe talking to him and, and my best friend that I mentioned earlier, that girl, Mm -hmm. you know, she kind of knew everything about me during everything. Uh (laughs) So, So yeah, she, she was there too. And how long, um, how long after you came out to yourself, did you then come out to your family? Because like I, I came out to myself probably officially my junior year in college. And I don't think I told my parents until uh, it was Christmas break of my senior year. Mm, yeah. Um, I know it's so crazy, right? That like there's that process of just keeping it in and not wanting to say. And I get it. Yeah. I, I didn't, let's see, it was the summer of 2015, I think, mm-hmm. when I started actually being honest with myself. Mm-hmm. I think for the first time I was like, you know what, I'm going to date guys. I'm going to do this healthy, in a healthy way. And then uh, my birthday's in August and mm-hmm. I came out to my, my parents on my birthday. Wow. Um, we went to a dinner, uh, and when we got back, I told them. So oh my gosh. it probably was, I mean, you know, there is that period of time where you're kind of trying to figure stuff out. And mm-hmm. so it, it, that was a long period of time. And like I said, I had that thing with that guy in college, mm-hmm. um, and that was early on. But I think when I started being like, okay, I'm doing this, it was only like three months until mm-hmm. – 
until I told my parents. Wow. And how did, how did the uh, conversation go? How did they react to it? They were really great. Mm-hmm. That's such a blessing in my life that they are and that they, you know, that conversation was good. And my cousin had come out about, oh God, it was probably like 10 years before me. Wow. Um, so I think, you know, in a lot of ways he paved the way for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, my parents were great and they still are to this day, you know. That's wonderful. You still feel like you also have a relationship with God. Um even I after do. coming out and you know y- yeah y- i feel like mine's actually stronger i feel mm-hmm. like my relationship with god is stronger i feel like being honest with yourself allows you to be in touch with something that's deeper and and more spiritual even you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now um how long so after coming out did you say i want to be i want to be in country music It was right around, so I've been doing like the whole singer songwriter thing for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been writing music since high school and, um, and I always kind of just kept it in like the the general singer songwriter, um, folk sort of vibe. Um, but right around the time when I came out is when I started just stripping back, like, who am I? Like I, I was, I had been writing a lot of music for licensing and film and TV mm. and it was fun and there's definitely money in it, but it was soul sucking for me as an artist because mm. you can only write, uh, I mean, there's different, definitely different avenues, but I found myself writing very, very surfacy in mm-hmm. terms of lyrics and not able to really tell my story, which is what I feel mm. like I was born to do. Mm-hmm. And especially in coming out, I mean, I just feel like I'm somewhat, sometimes to a fault, an honest person, you know, mm-hmm. like I, that's, I just, I can't help but like want to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, and in this case, that was it. And so I was stripping back layers of myself in coming out and, I love country music. I grew up on country music and I always thought I couldn't do country music because I'm not who you hear on the radio or I'm not, you know, like I just always told myself, Oh, I'm not that I'm not, Mm. I'm not, you know, Florida, Georgia line. I'm not George Strait. but all of those artists are unique in, in, um, and themselves and, Mm. and it's the truth and what they're doing. And so I just told myself, you know what, if I am my authentic self and I'm doing that right now, why wouldn't I do country music? Mm Because that is country music being the truth. Exactly. So. Exactly. And you do it very well. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, the songs on your album Mustang are, are so personal and your videos are incredible. I mean, I love that you, that you put all the gay, um, all the gay scenarios in there. And I, I will tell you, I wasn't sure if I was gonna tell you this, but I am gonna tell you when I was watching, um, uh, when I was watching Dancing in the Living Room, I literally was screaming at the video because I was like, when is the gay stuff gonna come? I mean, you showed the two lesbians early on, but I was like, I can't believe he's a gay singer and, and there aren't even two guys dancing together. And then I mean, not to spoil it for anybody, but. <laughs> You know, it was so nice at the end to 
to see you come in and you reach for in the video your boyfriend's you know hand and and I was like I was totally satisfied then I was like this is amazing but I just remember waiting and waiting I was like literally on the edge of my seat waiting for it to happen and I was like when is it going to happen and <laughs> you know like Vanessa Williams would say you saved the best for last <laughs> there you go yes yeah you know I guess you got to keep a little bit of mystery in there and you do you do yes I did I really did want to put myself in at the very last minute of the video that was sort of my dream it had mm -hmm. been my dream and writing this song was doing that video that way it was beautiful. And I mean, my boyfriend and I, we dance all the time. It's like one of my favorite things that we do. And it's mm -hmm. either like we'll be watching TV and either some commercial will come on and we'll just start dancing to the music or he'll just like grab me and we'll start slow dancing or something. And he'll be like, this is how we're going to dance at our wedding. And then I'm like, well, we're not even engaged yet, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put a ring on it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, but it is fun. And I love that that you have that song and the video. And um, I also like in um, Oh Hot Damn, uh, how the whole time uh, you're like checking out the guy in the line dancing. And, um, and then at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but this girl, I think... I like the play in with the girl and how she is like looking at you, but she's also interested in the guy that you're checking out. And then we're just, I mean, we are left hanging because we don't know what happens. So I do like, again, the mystery. Mm -hmm. You're very good with the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really wanted that to be, um, I mean, that's real life. I think mm -hmm. at least for me, like I've, I've, definitely gone to bars before where you know you're like i'm i was into the guy and then there's this other girl kind of <laughs> like sort of in the way you know what i mean mm -hmm. um, but i don't know i also i wanted um i didn't want it to necessarily be i mean i guess that bar could have been any bar really but mm -hmm. i wanted it to be like a diverse crowd i'm all about mm -hmm. like just trying to show that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that was part of the, the story. No, I think it's great. I think it's great how, how universal your music is, but at the same time, you, you don't shy away from, from being gay and from putting that into your music. And um, I mean, we definitely need more artists like that. You know, I, I certainly uh, growing up, I mean, there were only a handful of out gay artists at the time. So to have your music now for this generation coming up is is fantastic because they'll have somebody to look up to and also not and somebody who's out and, you know, living their truth. Yeah, I hope I hope so that it really is the the driving force for me. It really is the when I get messages from people who are inspired mm -hmm. by the music and they have been waiting to see some kind of representation in country music. Mm -hmm. That is so cool to me. And I remember when I was in high school and just seeing artists, like we had this one singer songwriter come to my high school and I was so inspired by that, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I'll never forget that. So it's those stories that, um, I think inspire people. So, I mean, thank you for saying that. That 
You're welcome. You're welcome. And especially in country music. I mean, you still think of country music as like not very gay. You know, <laughs> I mean, Dolly Parton certainly has helped, you know, because she has, I mean, she has fans across the board and, and she's, you know, very forthcoming with her gay fans and Shania Twain and, you know, but it's a lot of female dominated um, artists that have the gay following and yeah. um, I mean I'm sure Tim McGraw has some gay fans don't get me wrong but it is nice <laughs> to have <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it is nice to have you know out gay artists like yourself well let's take a um, let's take a quick break and um, when we come back let's um, do some rapid fire questions and a few other questions and then we'll get to my famous questions so don't go anywhere we'll be right back with Cameron Harthon Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The new 2023 Ford Escape is the perfect getaway car. Featuring an available 13.1-inch center stack screen, 360-degree camera, and Bang & Olufsen sound system and spatial flexibility for extra legroom. The new 2023 Ford Escape. Learn more at Ford.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Hey, everyone. My name is Cameron Hawthorne, and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Out. And now we're back. (laughs) So let's uh, actually, before we get to the rapid fire questions, um, I just want to find out from you, what are some of your hobbies outside of music? Um, I would say outside of music, I mean, this is so cliche, but I, I like to, to go to the gym and, um, stay fit in whatever way I, I like to hike. Um, especially when I was living in California for a bit, that was always a great, you know, pastime. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love conversation and coffee. It's kind mm. of one of my two favorite things i just love catching up with friends or meeting new people like even this you know like Mm -hmm. just chatting and i love it um and i mean aside from playing music and writing music i love to listen to music and explore new music out there like every friday i'm going through like the new music friday and (laughs) and then and during COVID, actually this has been a really great time to get to go back and listen to um, classics that I love mm-hmm. that really inspire me. So yeah, all that. Let's go on to rapid fire questions. Alrighty. All right. Um, well, okay. since you do love coffee, uh, how do you take your coffee? A little bit of almond milk, 
tiny little bit. And well, if if we're going to Starbucks, I'll do a pump of mocha. But otherwise, you know, a little bit of almond milk. And I do love iced coffee. I'm drinking some iced coffee right now. Some cold. Um, oh, nice. What's your favorite game show? Oh, I would say Survivor. Mm. Actually, his favorite TV show is next. Um, you know, if we're going for like something very thoughtful and and I would go with Westworld. I really like Westworld. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the new season yet. I'm excited to watch it. Um, but if we're going for something that's sort of just light and whatever, it'd be RuPaul. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, favorite cereal? I'm not a big cereal person, but I mean, this morning I had, what is it called? Kashi? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Just sort of that, like, you know, I put some berries in it. Mm-hmm. Some almond milk, if you will. <laughs> and yeah. Favorite scent or smell? Anything like woodsy. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Um, Dolly or Reba? Uh, why would you do this to me? Because you're a country music singer and, and I knew <laughs> it would stump you. <laughs> so hard. I know. Um, okay, here's another one. Trisha or Shania? Shania. Uh, favorite ride at an amusement park? Um, I love, I, you know, growing up, I love the, the Tilt-A-Whirl. Tilt-A-Whirl. What's that? <laughs> it's the, you sit in like, kind of like a, almost looks like a, a shell. Uh-huh. Um, you can sit in there with like three or four people and you b- pull the bar down and then it just like, you like go around. Yes. And- Yes, yes. Like, and then you can kind of lean and go uh-huh. faster, or at least that's what we thought. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, lastly, boxers or briefs? Uh, briefs, please. Thank you. <laughs> and that's all the rapid fire questions. So we are up to the end survived. of the hmm? I survived. You did. Yes. Yes, you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we are up to the end of the interview, and I always end my interviews um, asking this question. So if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you haven't talked about previously, what would you reveal today? Well, I haven't told anybody this yet, I guess, but um, the the next song that I'm thinking about releasing uh is has to do with uh, oh i don't even know if i want i'm like ooh, do i say this this would be a bear it all kind of thing i guess but uh the next song i'm thinking about releasing it wouldn't be till a little bit later but uh it's is is kind of about like a one night stand sort of thing oh i love that so um there you go i'll let that brew for you yes yes well i'll sprinkle it with some almond milk and wait for it to be released (laughs) (laughs) yes yes well thank you so much for coming on the show today i had a blast talking with you yeah thank you so much adam you're welcome nice chatting with you you're welcome and everybody listening check out cameron's 
EP Mustang. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, can they buy, do you have physical copies of the album as I well? I don't. No, okay. not yet. Um, potentially down the road, but right now it's on, you know, all the streaming platforms. Okay, terrific. And where can people find you on social media? Everywhere. Um, my my handle is um, just, it's Cameron Hawthorne, but without the vowels. So it's a little confusing, I guess, but it's, it's C-M-R-N-H-W-T-H-R-N. Cameron Hawthorne, no vowels. Got you. So <laughs> follow him on social media. Go to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music. Listen to Mustang. It's fantastic. And um, also, just remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, we have over 70 theater and art-related podcasts. So keep listening. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, lived for the business of show. CallMeAdam.com Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag. 